scripture reading this morning comes from the book of Hebrews, chapter 2, verses 10 through 18. In bringing many sons and daughters to glory, it was fitting that God, for whom and through whom everything exists, should make the pioneer of their salvation perfect through what he suffered, both the one who makes people holy and those who are made holy are of the same family. So Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers and sisters. He says, I will declare your name to my brothers and sisters. In the assembly, I will sing your praises. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, he says, here am I and the children God has given me. Since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity so that by his death, he might break the power of him who holds the power of death, that is, the devil, and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. For surely it is not angels he helps, but Abraham's descendants. For this reason, he had to be made like them, fully human in every way, in order that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in service to God and that he might make atonement for the sins of the people. Because he himself suffered when he was tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. Our um, verse today is from the book of Acts, chapter 1, verses 1 through 11. But before we begin, Bible check. Okay, it's good to have your Bible in case you would like to make notes. And bear with me, because this is really small print. (coughs) In my former book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and to teach until the day he was taken up to heaven after giving instructions through that Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. After this suffering, he presented himself to them and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command, do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Then they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, Are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witness in Jerusalem, and in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. After he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes, and a cloud hid him from their sight. They were looking intently up into the sky as he was going, when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus, who has been taken from you into heaven, will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. Will you pray with me, please? We thank you, O Lord, for this time. 
and this opportunity. So right now, make me less. Allow me to decrease so that you can increase and become more. And fix us by clearing our minds, opening our hearts, and unstopping our ears so we can hear from you. And upon hearing from you, we want to leave this place better than the way we arrived. Yes, Lord, we just want to walk out of here better than the way we walked in. In your name, we ask it all. Amen. Amen. If you would, please turn to a neighbor, look at them good, and repeat after me, friend. Today's sermon is called, Stop Gazing. <clears throat> July 2nd, 1990, in the evening, I was at Reunion Arena beholding the genius of my 22-year-old self known as Janet Jackson. <laughs> it was the Rhythm Nation tour. I mean, I bought my tickets early. I knew I was going. I bought my tickets early, and when the show started, I didn't scream. I just watched. From start to finish, wardrobe change to wardrobe change, dance move after dance move, I just watched. You see, I've been a fan of Janet Jackson for years. I was a big fan of her brothers. Loved the Jackson Five and the Jacksons. Watched her as Penny on Good Times, that little cute, sassy girl on Good Times. Watched her as Willis's girlfriend, Charlene, on Different Strokes. Had her albums, never missed her on television. I was a big fan. Now, why would I share this with you, risking a possible stay in the doghouse later on? <laughs> it's because at some point or another, perhaps we've all found ourselves caught up gazing at someone or at something or at some place that beholds, that holds us rather as captive for a short while or maybe even a long while. But what we fail to pick up on is that while we're gazing, time continues. Time continues while we're just gazing. And this is the time of year for gazing. Oh, yes, it is. Graduations, proms, oh, my goodness, the end of the school year events. I think about days gone by. At my prom, I wore a Miami Vice tuxedo. It was that electric blue with some white pants and white shoes. Danced all night. <laughs> Wore that same tuxedo to church the next day. Because <laughs> I didn't go home, I just, I didn't have time. So same tuxedo to church. <laughs> Y'all should have seen my old man look at me when I walked through the doors. <laughs> But anyway, I think about those times. We think and we relive the feelings of joy and happiness 
we gaze. We gaze. Many times we, we bank on the glory of what once was. Now, I'm not saying that you need to get rid of all of those wonderful feelings from your past, but rather don't allow these feelings to render you anesthetized to what's coming next, which is where we pick up the text for today, because much has happened before the text. Jesus has been executed by crucifixion and resurrected from the dead. Jesus has reestablished his relationship with and the intentions for the apostles over a 40-day period. He's given them instructions for receiving the promised power that will change them and the world. He has ascended to heaven, and they're left gazing in the direction that Jesus left. It's understandable. That could possibly be acceptable had it not been for the fact that they had something else to do. But something else being asked of them. Today, man, uh, this weekend really has been absolutely amazing. For those of us who were able, we were yesterday at Pathway Church watching our dear friend Kevin Bugarelli move from being Kevin Bugarelli to the Reverend Kevin Bugarelli and the associate pastor of online ministries there at Pathway. Just a few moments ago, we commissioned 20 plus people to be care ministers here at the Lake Highlands Presbyterian Church. And in a little while, in a, we'll be at a, a beautiful baby shower. And then on this afternoon, we'll hear Fitz preach. And then after Fitz will preach, the youth have something to do. And then after the youth get done, we'll all go to bed. It's a big weekend. It's a busy weekend. And it's easy for us to get caught up in any one simple thing and gaze. 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 But don't get caught up gazing. Because tomorrow always comes. Tomorrow we work. Tomorrow we work. And that's in particular to the 20 that we, 20 plus that we just commissioned. Yes. Don't get caught up in what just happened. Because there's going to be more for you to do. The work must take place place and that goes for everybody continuing to gaze is a choice for many because it requires little effort and it comes with little risk you see the Lord has work for us to do and gazing can delay it or cancel it the reason why the work is important to us is because the work is God's will for us it's what the Lord wants us to do. And for the apostles, it would be the power of the Holy Spirit which would enable them to do even more than what Jesus did in their presence. And then the last part of the text addresses our obsession with the familiar men of Galilee. Why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus 
who has been taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. In other words, stop standing around here looking as if you're going to miss his return. Because you won't. It's going to be just as amazing as what you just saw in a similar fashion. Nobody is going to miss it. You see, many times we think that what comes next is the same thing that just occurred. And that thought causes us to freeze up. It causes, it paralyzes us. Not always from fear, but sometimes even from excitement. You've just been healed. The Lord has just healed you. And you're scared to do anything else because you don't want to be sick again. You're scared to do anything else because you don't want to be broken again. You just got this promotion on the job. Oh, and it was a big party, a big cake that came with the promotion. And you think that it can't get any better than this, so you stop trying. You stop trying. The two in white in the text are telling the apostles that Jesus has both now and then covered and expects you to do everything in between. And my friends, that's what we're dealing with today. So what goes on in between? I'm so glad you asked. God's will goes on in between. So stop gazing. Stop gazing and get busy. Get busy. I got a lot of favorite commercials. A lot of them. Some I will probably never share with you. <laughs> but I got a lot of favorite commercials. But one that really works well for today is Nike's. Stop gazing and just do it. In Jesus' name. Be blessed today. Amen. My friends, the charge is simply this. We all have work to do. We all have work to do. So let's go get it done. Let's get busy doing God's will and stop gazing. Now, before I give the benediction, please do not forget uh, the instructions that Dorada gave us earlier in his worshiping experience dealing with the choral benediction as well as the postlude. Uh, we will be going to the door in case there are any of you that have to leave at that moment. But for those of you who can stay, please just go ahead and have a seat at that time. If you have to have conversations, we would ask that you would go ahead and go into the narthex and have those conversations then now may the grace of God the love of Christ the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit rest rule abide in each of us now and forevermore amen God bless you thank you for being with us today thank you for joining us online mm -hmm.